The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Wednesday, June 16th edition. And it's going to be a fun one, folks. Right before I clicked record, Yaz just went splash city with a grand slam to give the Gigantes the 9-8 to lead. It's fun in the Bay Area right now. It's fun baseball, folks. But if you like to play fun baseball, play some DFS with me. Find me on Twitter, at Pediatric. Check out the podcast. Get the rate and review on iTunes, MLB DFS Quick Hits. We'd much appreciate it. And if you need any more help, Come join the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. I'll help you out over there. Get you all the goodies you need. If you like some season-long fantasy baseball, the Bench with Bubba podcast. Recorded episode 378, Bubba and the Bat Flip episode 87 on Tuesday. So that'll be out and about for your Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. For your listening pleasures, check out all the goodies there. And for you PGA DFS fans, the U.S. Opens this week. It's major week at Torrey Pines. And the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast will have you covered. Myself and Jesse breaking it all down for you. But on Wednesday... We have a six-game early slate and an eight-game main slate. Here are the Cliff Notes versions for your six-game early slate. You can go Freddie Peralta at home against Cincinnati at 10-3. Really strong spot there for Freddie. Lots of strikeouts to be had. You know, Jesse Winker can go deep. There's definitely some pop in Cincinnati's offense. But Peralta at 10-3, zero problems there at all. Giolito at 99 against Tampa Bay is also a really nice look. we got a lot of aces going today between the two slates. So you have some decisions to be made. I'll take Peralta over Gio, but Gio's very, very much in play. The contrarian play will be Tyler Molly at the Milwaukee Brewers because he's got either like 30 points or 15 points or negative points. He's like all over the board on what you're getting, but you got to pay 94 for him tonight or today for your early slate. So I prefer Peralta or Gilito. I prefer playing for Peralta. That's the way I see breaking that one down. If you want to go a little cheaper, you can go to Cole Irvin at 74, but I prefer Tariq Skubal at 7K. Like I want to go Peralta, Skubal, Gilito, Skubal. That's where I'll be kind of planting my flag on this slate. Otherwise, it's pretty, pretty nasty. So it's Peralta Gilito. If you want to splash some Molly in there, you can. And then give me some Scooble. That's where I'll be looking to do my damage on this early six-game slate from pitching. And uh, when it comes to the bats, you got Padres Colorado. You got Freeland versus Snell. Both teams are live, like very live in this one. Obvious, obviously, you want San Diego bats versus Freeland because Freeland's badly t- attacked him. His last start out against Cincinnati in Great American Small Park. Same thing holds Pat for you 
on uh, on Wednesday. But if you want to go with some Colorado bats for Snell, you know I'm not a fan of Snell, so feel free to fade away on that one. And then you got your um, Washington National bats against Paul DeJong, or not Paul DeJong, uh, Chris DeJong. So you can definitely use some more Washington bats who popped off for you on Tuesday. Um, and then I don't mind going back to Pittsburgh either against Espino, another guy you can take advantage of. So go that route. If you want to go some Detroit versus Singer, you can, but you got the Coors Field special. You got Pittsburgh, Washington. You want to kind of focus offense on those two games. If you want to sprinkle in some Angels in Oakland, you can. Otherwise, it's Peralta, Geo, and Scooble are my main targets on the bump for this early game. Now, let's go in to your eight-game main slate. And we'll start at the pitcher's position. Jacob DeGrom is back at $11,000 at home against the Chicago Cubs. You know, DeGrom left early with some forearm tightness through his bullpen. Everything is good to go. He's back in action, so we have to assume he's fully healthy and ready to roll. And if that's the case, you're getting a guy that gets you over 35 DK points per start. The dude's an absolute beast. 11,000 against the Chicago Cubs, a team over the last three weeks that is striking out 25.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 217 average, 219 ISO, 98 WRC+. plus. So DeGrom, phenomenal play at 11,000. You have to assume he's healthy. He's got, you have to assume if you're, if you're nervous at all, you don't use him, and you go to Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole bounced back nicely in his last start against Minnesota, six strong, two earned, nine Ks. He's still a seven or more K guy. In four of his last five starts prior to that was a double-digit game machine. We've seen the good stuff. We know there's the sticky stuff conversation, but he's 10-5. He's going up against Toronto, a very, very good offense, striking out 21% of the time. First right-handed hitter is hitting 289 with a 232 ice on a 134 WRC+. plus. Toronto's offense is as legit as they come. So if you don't want to use Cole, that's fine. The ceiling is still tremendous. He still is an ace. So I have no problem using Garrett Cole. I prefer Jacob DeGrom, but if you want to go Cole at 10-5, Great play, nonetheless. The sneakier pay-up spot tonight is Zach Wheeler at 9600 bucks. He has been nothing short of outstanding right now. 36, 24-3, 34-2, 35-32-8, 18-1, 43-5, 14-4, 35-6, 1-2-3, 4-5-6. of his last nine starts, 30 or more DK points. He has thrown seven or more innings in five straight starts, allowing no more than 300 once in those. He he has 12 or more Ks in three of his last four starts. He has 10 or more Ks in four of his last five starts. Zach Wheeler has been outstanding. He goes up against the Los Angeles Dodgers, a very good offense, but an offense that's not like clicking on all cylinders. Bellinger went to the IL. Muncy's on the IL. There's room to exploit. Uh, Eflin made, made things work. You obviously have uh, you have Wheeler, who's much better than Eflin. Uh, Dodgers striking out 22.5% of the time versus righties. You can exploit them. I think Wheeler is an outstanding tournament play with um, some tournament play going up against. Um, <laughs> I'm reading the comments in the section. JT's got some interesting comments for us, but uh, Wheeler's a really good tournament play to fade the Dodgers and uh, get some value because Degrom's gonna be very popular. You got Cole, who's a very solid play, but give me some uh, give me some good old Zach Wheeler at 96 to be quite contrarian. Um, if you want to go Aaron Savali 89, you can. He threw an absolute gym his last time out. He faced Baltimore a couple starts ago. Baltimore got to him uh, in a very short outing. That's how Savali works. He's either on, gets a lot of strikeouts, or he pitches to a ton of contact, gets no strikeouts, and gets hit around. That's what Savali does. He's a very, very inconsistent pitcher. Some days he's absolutely filthy. Some days he's not. 
If you want to use him, you can, but I don't mind Baltimore. They strike out 26.6% of the time, but they got some sneaky pop as well. So I prefer going Wheeler if I'm in that price range, but if you want to go with some Savali at 89, you can, but give me Zach Wheeler right there. Now we drop down to Anthony DiSclefani coming off his second shutout of the season. He's 7K at home against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, DiSclefani, after getting blown up by the Dodgers, he's made three straight starts. He's gone six or more in his last two, giving up two run runs or less, and he's getting the strikeouts to go with it. Really, really good stuff there with um, DiSclefani bouncing back nicely. 7K against the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks team you can definitely pick on, striking out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitchers. Hitting 234 with an 098 ISO and a 74 WRC plus. So Disco is a very, very strong SP2 on this slate to go with your your Kirsch or your, your DeGroms, Cole, Wheeler. Uh, you can put some disco with that. And if you want to get wild, you want to get some bats, you want to have some fun. Bailey Ober is gonna make his third start for the Minnesota Twins. He uh, threw five innings, two earned seven K's against Houston his last time out. Prior to that, four innings, five hits, one earned four K's against Kansas City. 12 or more DK points in two straight starts through 73 pitches his last time. He went from 51 to 73. Barring getting beat up, we're expecting probably 85 to 90 pitches tonight, which would be very good against Seattle, a Seattle team that I like. Don't get me wrong. I am a fan of the Seattle team. I like stacking against with the Seattle team. They're paying off for us on Tuesday night. But you can also exploit them at times, too. You know, J.A. Happ is just garbage right now. You hope Ober can figure it out, and you got a, a Seattle team striking out 26.5% um, of the time. First right-handed pitching with a 235 average, 184 ISO, 103 WRC plus. So when he got over, he's 4,600 bucks. If he can string together four to five innings, get five plus Ks, limit the damage, you're going to be pretty solid there. And if they do extend him to like 90 pitches, he could get us into six innings. So I think over at 46 is kind of interesting in this one. If you want to punt, there's not a ton of cheap pitchers outside of Disco. It's like I want to pay up for DeGrom, Cole, and Wheeler. And then I got Disco at 7K. You can use Ober at 46 if you need to as a punt. I think he's very, very viable on this slate. Let's go to the bats on this eight-game slate. Catcher's position for you here. Buster Posey at 47 versus Merrill Kelly. We will be going back to um, the Giants on this one as they went off for nine runs on Tuesday. Thanks to that Yaz Grand Slam. We'll do it again for you on a Wednesday. So Posey at 47 is in play. But Gary Sanchez, I used him in a couple stacks. My better off, my better lineups had him put up 19 more points for us on uh, Tuesday. It's what Gary does, 19-0, 19-3, 21-14. So he's got the good with the bad, but overall he's hitting pretty good over his last few, few weeks. He's hitting 261 over his last 10 games. with uh, f- uh, That's, a, that's over, away games. Over his last 10 games, he's hitting 293 with three home runs and four doubles. Slowly getting it going. He's hitting up to 225 now as he continues to get it going. So 4300 bucks for his Ross Stripling. Don't mind Sanchez. I think he's kind of a value at that price point. Tournaments only because the zeros definitely show up with him, but definitely uh, definite ceiling play as well with the Gary Sanchez. You got Maldonado at 31 versus Lyles. It's not bad. I like Maldonado. He's a little cheaper, but uh, you do what you got to do. Austin Hedges at 25 versus Aikens, a nice value. Uh, Cleveland's very, very much in play again tonight against Aiken. So if you want to punt with a guy like uh, Hedges, you can. Otherwise, I'm kind of circling the likes of um, the one and only uh, Gary Sanchez right now or some Buster Posey on this slate. First base position, you're going to have a ton. Like you could go Vladito versus Cole if you want to get dicey. You could see if Cole's got that spinning issue again and Toronto pops off, Vladito is going to be super – all Toronto's going to be low on But uh, I'm not going there. I'm not going to get to take those chances. But you could if you want. Yeah, Yuli Gurriel at – 49 if you're using Houston, who should be a very nice stack against Jordan Lyles tonight. But Brandon Belt, 
I mentioned it on recent shows. He's healthy. He's going to start heating up. Um, he put up 14 points for you on Monday. Another double-digit point night on Tuesday as he had a double and triple in his last two at-bats. Scored a couple runs. He's swinging it really well. I like him a lot versus Merrill Kelly. So 4600 bucks for Brandon Belt is a very, very good price point. Uh, the Twins let everybody down on uh, Tuesday night. They get Justice Sheffield on Wednesday, hoping to bounce back there um, over the last few weeks versus left-handed pitching. Minnesota's hitting 276 with a 217 ice on a 124 WRC plus. So maybe they get things right here. Snow's 4,300. Bobby Bradley went deep again. It is lefty lefty, so I don't know what they're going to do with him. If they're going to sit him, move him down the order. He's 4,100 if he if he makes the lineup. Don't expect Aiken to go too long in this game. So he still should be uh, stackable for Cleveland. If you want to fade Zach Greinke, which I like fading Zach Greinke because that's what I do. Nate Lowe is slowly getting it going again. If you want to jump on the Nate Lowe bandwagon, he's thirty nine hundred bucks. I'm probably not there, but if you want to stack Texas to be contrarian versus Granky, Nate Lowe is a nice cheap piece of that pie. Got yeah, Ryan Mountcastle is only thirty one versus Savale. If you're not going there, but I mentioned it on Tuesday night that Ty Francis is heating up. He's coming back. He hit a home run. He's got a double. He had a big game on Tuesday night for you. He's twenty eight hundred bucks once again versus Ober. Like I said, I like Ober as a value. It's kind of like the theory I had with Andrew Heaney on Tuesday. For every lineup you use Heaney in, make a stack the other way with Oakland. So if you're using Ober and say three lineups, have at least three or four, maybe five Seattle stacks to kind of cover your butt in that one if, you, if you're multi-entering things. So Ty France at 28 is a very nice value uh, to be had. You can always go Bobby D at 2K if you want to go super punt. And then Jake Bowers is slowly paying it well for uh, Seattle. He's 27. He's first base outfit eligible if you need him. But I, I, I try not to play Jake Bowers, but he's slowly – Slowly getting it going, which is kind of scary. Second base position, you got Altuve at 56. He had the walk-off granny for the Astros on um, on Tuesday, so you can go that direction if you want, or you can save some cash and go down to like Cesar Hernandez at 40, uh, 48. I still think Ozzy Albies is way too cheap at 43. Um, he had a decent night. Uh, he only went one for five. I swear he walked and did some more damage. Apparently not. I thought he did more for you. No, he did. That's not logged in there yet. So he had a good night on um on Tuesday. So keep an eye on Ozzy Albies. Definitely a guy you can uh, take a look at there at 4,300. If you're going cheaper though, like Nick Solak's 4k, if you're fading cranky, Donovan Solano's 36. He had a couple nice knocks for you on Tuesday. So he's a nice value in your giant stacks uh, at 3,600. Other than that, um, not a ton. Like you could go Christian Arroyo at 29. Dylan Moore still in play though. He's hitting fifth for Seattle. He's second base outfit eligible. He's 2,600 bucks versus Ober. So he's a nice value. And Luis Arise is back from Minnesota leading off. He's 2,500. I'd rather have Dylan Moore in that scenario, but both nice value plays if you're interested. Third base, J-Ram at 6K. Um, you can keep going back to him. He's just fine. People are getting fed up with him, but he had a down night. Overall, he's still hitting really, really well, and he's paying off his price more often than not. So if you're stacking Cleveland, get some J-Ram. If not, go to Bregman at 58. Both good plays. Uh, Rafael Devers went deep for you on Tuesday. 5,300 bucks versus Anderson is not too shabby. Um, Gio Yershillo, though, is only 4400 for stripping, a guy you can definitely jump back on board with in your stacks. He's very affordable at 44. He hits with like Sanchez and Torres and some other of the cheap Yankees towards the bottom of that order. So Yershillo at 44, don't mind him. Johnny VR leading off for the Mets at 4300 bucks versus Robert Stock. He put up another 12 points. He, he He's just been a consistent machine leading off for the Mets, 12, 2, 18, 11, 14. So 11 or more points. In four of the last five games, leading off at third base, that's cash game type uh, production for you with stacking upside. With like, if you go VR 
and Dom Smith who's swinging it well. Maybe a couple other Mets. You can definitely do some damage in that one. Uh, cheaper third base options. Uh, Kyle Seager at 34. He's always a GPP value if you're stacking up um, Seattle. Other than that, though, like maybe Mikel Franco at 24 if you're getting really desperate. Wouldn't go too much lower than Seager, though, if you don't have to. Shortstop position, you got Bichette if you're fading cold. No, no hate in that. Bogart's went deep on Tuesday. He's 51 if you're fading Anderson. So both those guys, good tournament plays if you're stacking up. I would not use either one as a one-off, but both good stack plays. I'd rather have Carlos Correa at 48 uh, in his matchup. Uh, Francisco Lindor at 45. He seemed to be getting it going at one point in time. He's kind of slowed down. We put up nine more points. You know, nine, seven, eight, twenty. He's not like lighting the world on fire, but he's been productive. You keep stacking him up. Eventually, he's going to pop off for one. So Lindor at forty-five is not too bad. I like Torres at forty-four if you're stacking up the Yankees. So that, that Lindor Torres range of forty-five and forty-four can be a sweet spot. But it's like I do this every show. I look at all this shortstop and this shortstop. This is really going to be great. And then we get Brandon Crawford at forty-one hundred bucks. Hit and clean up. He gets Merrill Kelly way too damn cheap. You just keep playing Crawford. He's been so darn good. $4,100 a great value. Like You're using the other pieces if you're stacking. Don't get me wrong. But B. Crawford, 41 is a, a very, very good look at his price point. Uh, J.P. Crawford also, though, 3700 went deep on Tuesday. If you're stacking Seattle, he's in play. I bet Rosario had a big game for Cleveland at 38. So lots of shortstops if you don't want to pay up. can be quite productive. Rosario put up 18 points for you on Tuesday night. He's stealing bags, picked up a seventh stolen base of the season. So he's been very, very good. So you can, you can definitely um, go there. So like it's almost the same group as, as every other night. Like There's the big dudes up top, and then you got Crawford, Rosario. You got Brandon Crawford, Rosario, and J.P. Crawford, all in that like really reasonable price range if you want to save some money on the slate. Heading to the outfield on this one. Bets went deep on Tuesday, but I'm not fading Wheeler. You can definitely do Ronald Acuna, though. He got on, stole bag, ended up this is why he's so good. Like he had, looked like he had a dead night for you. Next thing you know, he's got 19 DK points. It's like he's just crazy. It's a double. Next that back gets a, like a, a single, steals a bag. He's he's a beast. So five fifty nine hundred for Acuna, always worth the look. If you want to go Stanton and judge in your Yankee stacks, you can. I mentioned some cheaper options in New York if you want to. They're in play. If you're paying up that much though, I'd really rather have Acuna. That's what I want. All great plays, but give me some Acuna. You got Nelly Cruz at 5K versus Sheffield. Maybe he wakes up and gets going there. Jordan Alvarez is 47 versus Lyle. Still a little cheap for Alvarez, so that's nice. You got Yastrzemski coming off the granny night. He two for five, couple knocks, grand slam. He's 46 versus Kelly. Uh, giant stack, baby. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Uh, Harper left early with back problems. So I, I'd imagine he's out, but Dom Smith is 42. He went deep for you on Tuesday. He's slowly getting things going as well. Like I mean, slowly. He didn't go deep. He had an RBI double. Sorry. Uh, but he's slowly getting things. I mean, he went deep on Monday. That's what it was. So Dom Smith, the 42, could be a part of a, a Met stack for you. Other than that, you could drop down below 4K, though. You got Michael Brantley's only 39, way too cheap still. Uh, Kirilov, he has had success versus lefties at 39. Don't shy away completely. You got Verdugo had a three-run shot on um, Tuesday off the bullpen of Atlanta. He's 3,800 at a nice little value for you. Uh, Eddie Rosario can hit lefties as well if you're stacking Cleveland. Rosario's another guy. It's like he's not lighting the world on fire kind of a francisco lindos he's slowly getting going he's hitting 333 over his last 10 games with three doubles just not showing the power production you're looking for but he's slowly putting some games together at 3800 bucks still hitting in the middle of that cleveland order so it's hard to completely ignore him when you're building things really like jake fraley for seattle at 37 first lefties it's sketchy but he's facing the righty and over uh fraley's just been straight fire stealing bags hitting homers hitting for average doing it all 3700 bucks versus over is a nice play. You got Cedric Mullins, only 35. 
he's he's worth the look. If you're fading Kershaw McCutcheon when deep on Tuesday, he's only thirty four hundred bucks. Nice little value piece there. Mentioned Duggar found the water on. He found the McCubby Cove on Tuesday night. He's thirty three versus Kelly. Uh, another nice value we like with him. Other than that, you know, you got Miguel Andahar at thirty one. Mentioned Mount Castle at thirty one. Those are a couple of cheapies you can look at. Harold Ramirez of Cleveland versus the lefty Aikens, only 29. That's a nice value. See if Talkman's starting. He's 2800 bucks. Uh, Miles Straw with um, Kyle Tucker missing Tuesday's game with an illness. Maybe he misses Wednesday. You get Miles Straw super cheap at 2800 bucks for Houston. He's hitting 400 over his last 10 games, being extremely productive, stealing bags, even a little bit of pop, like doubles and stuff. No home runs, but he's been productive. 2800 bucks in a game where Houston on paper should have a big, big game. Uh, mentioned Dylan Moore at 26. Brett Gardner went deep on Tuesday night. If you're looking for a super value at $2,600, uh, DJ Stewart's 24. He's always a GPP value as well. So lots of ways to go in your stacks. Pitching recap, DeGrom, beast. Cole, really, really good. I'd rather have DeGrom, both awesome. Zach Wheeler at 96, very, very intriguing tournament play as well. Like him a lot at that price point. You got Disco at 7K, solid, solid SP2. And then Bailey Ober, if you need to be really weird, as your SP2. The stacks I'm looking for on this eight-game slate, I like the Yankees versus Toronto. Uh, I really like Cleveland versus Baltimore. You could go with some Baltimore if you want, but I like Cleveland again versus Aiken uh, in that game. Love Houston versus Lyles. Love the Giants versus Kelly. And then Seattle versus Obers in play if you're not using Ober for sure. But my, my top two stacks probably Giants and Astros right now on this eight-game main slate. That's where I'll be planting my flag and seeing what uh, picks up as we go. I agree, JT, the A's are in play on the early slate versus Griffin Canyon if you so choose. Uh, but you obviously want the Padres versus Freeland if you can. And don't forget the Rockies versus good old Blake Snell. So there you have it, folks. Again, hit me up. On Twitter at PD Entry, if you have any questions and give a rate and review on iTunes for the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits. If you'd like to join the Fantasy DJ Slack chat, just hit me up. I'll get you on in there. Also, uh, if you like season long fantasy baseball, benched with Bubba, recorded a new episode on Tuesday, episode 378, Bubba and the Bat Flip, episode 87. So go check that out. And if you're playing PGA DFS, go to the always pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the US Open as it is major week, teeing off on Thursday from La Jolla, California at Torrey Pines. But for now, this will wrap up your Wednesday edition, six-game early, eight-game main slate of MLB DFS Quick Kits, June 16th edition. I'm out.